Alright, we are now live with uh, Haywood Jablomi from Jaw Dealer. Uh, happy to be here. Thanks for inviting me, Jaw. I hear you have a pretty big uh, match coming up in the uh, Burner Madness. Uh, wish you the best in that. Thank you, thank you. I think that's actually going on right now. Let me uh, let's see what the status is of that matchup. Oh, actually. my oh, goodness. It is, it is neck and neck right now. I, I think I have a one-vote lead on let me, uh, uh, the man Dick Let me go check this out real quick on Dax's. Yeah, it is a highly contested matchup as it is right now. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Be honest, where'd where'd you vote on that one? I'm not gonna vote yet. I'm going to I'm gonna wait until there is like an hour left because I feel like this one's gonna be close and I'm going to <laughs> create anticipation that way. Interesting, interesting. That's a definitely a respectable way of going about things. Seems as though uh, we, yeah, yeah. Seems as though we have like a pretty low voter turnout uh, as compared to last matchups. We usually get around uh, 18 votes, it looks like, but this one's only got 11 as it looks. So yeah. We'll I believe uh, Buster went into retirement after uh, losing uh, his match to you. It was a tough scene to see. Yeah, we hate to see one of the good ones go out like that, but uh, I hope he'll be back soon because he is definitely a... Uh, Definitely a top four, if not, you know, top three, top two burner. Not a doubt. Yeah, it looks like uh, Dick really uh, got the easier side of the bracket. It's really an unfortunate scene. Yeah, I mean, I, I had to go through Buster, yeah. Tanner. You had, you had some powerhouses to go through. Yeah. The Blue Bloods. I had to earn my way to the final. Uh, yeah, Dick, uh, I don't know about that. But uh, I'll respect. But, uh, you know... We'll see how it ends up. Anyways, yes, sir. Yes, sir. back to our reg regularly scheduled programming. Got a couple topics for you. Just give me a you know over underrated what you think about it. Um, little justification should be uh, good to go. All right, sounds good. And uh, kicking it off with the first topic, we got the dime Madison beer. What are your thoughts? Man, oh man. So, you know, some may judge me, some may make fun of me, but. I'm a proud user of TikTok. I enjoy engaging with the content and the beautiful woman on the app as well. And let me tell you, Madison Beer, a top three female on the app. And now let me give you my justification. First of all, her music is pretty shit. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cap on that one. With you on that one. But she is a gorgeous and I mean just absolutely stunning woman. Just would do some heinous things to her. Now, I would like to say that Addison Ray is a little bit overrated on TikTok. Oh, easily. I would say that Dixie D'Amelio is more attractive than Addison Ray, uh, more girlfriend material. Uh, I'm going to leave that one at that. For legal reasons, I will not speak on Charlie D'Amelio. Smart move. Uh... On this topic, could we talk about other uh, attractive TikTok stars? I mean, I'm not a can't say I'm active on the app at all, but uh, give me a little, you know, quick rundown of who the who to watch type deal for our other listeners out there that are uh, somewhat active. I know I know Hawken is fairly active on the uh, little TikTok. A couple other guys, maybe Russman, you know. I'm sure they, <laughs> Russman. I'm sure, they would yeah. love to hear what you have to say. 
Uh, I heard this up-and-coming TikToker named Jay Patrick. <laughs> uh, yeah, I heard she has some pretty good content. Makes uh, fraternity-related content, usually. Uh, I definitely recommend that uh, you guys check her out. Interesting, yeah. Yeah, and then there's this other one named uh, Maya Mahoney0703. Another uh, just, you know, <laughs> up-and-coming star in the industry. Uh, wouldn't wouldn't would uh, definitely tend to recommend her. Good to know. Good to know. Uh, yeah, and then a, a seriously on a serious note, uh, a more attractive TikTok star to look at is a uh, Daisy Keach, just an absolute stunner. Uh, that's D A I S Y K E E C H. Just you guys won't be disappointed. And make sure you, make sure you simps write that down. I'm sure she's very simp material. Yeah. A lot of sense listening much. to this, so I just got like, you know, Lazar, I'm sure, is going to be all over that as soon as he listens to this. So, <laughs> Yeah, Mater will be in on that action as oh, well. definitely. So, uh... All right, now that we've, you know, addressed the topic of TikTok and uh, who the people to watch are, um, I think we're going to have to go into more, you know, less pressing and important matters to, uh, our, yeah, to our viewers, you know, lighten the... Lighten the load a bit. So, what do you think? I know you're uh, slightly Asian. Um, just a little bit. Just I'm a like, little bit, yeah. Just slightly. So, I'm thinking you may have like a little bit of knowledge about wasabi and soy sauce almonds. Uh, curious to know what you think about those. I know about them. I actually have not tried them. However, I do have extensive experience with soy sauce and wasabi, the raw material itself. So, uh, you know... When you eat your sushi, it's just such a deadly combination to have the soy sauce and the wasabi. It's just it's just pure class makes the sushi better. Uh, but uh, honestly, I don't even really eat wasabi in our home other than for sushi. But soy sauce, it's a it's a you know it's a pretty popular staple used in a lot of Asian dishes. Would say it uh, enhances the quality of food quite a bit. But then again, uh, I would like your input on the uh, wasabi and soy sauce nuts, as I have never really engaged in them. Uh, I will not lie, they are definitely underrated, uh, as I've said on other podcasts. Um, spicier food tends to be, uh, very good for you, cause, you know, you eat less of it, and it's like, you don't, like, feel like you're just, you know, going through, like, so much shitty food, it's just, like, a good snack, you can just, like, pull it out whenever, and yeah. obviously, I'm sure you can attest to this, like, the two flavors themselves are delicious, and especially together with, like, sushi, it's cultural icon right there there's not much else to say oh. about it um jaw jaw for dni chair 2021 Let's oh go, easily baby. i'm a man of culture let that be known just, I'm, a, I'm a big man of culture uh i'll, I'll also just a little uh, quick side note here I don't, i'm not sure why we let the uh brit uh uh the united kingdom notoriously racist and uh misogynistic uh and non-progressive we should just allow the bay area boys who are notoriously politically correct notoriously inclusive uh to just you know take over the dni chair as yeah. uh, i believe consider it under for, new management yeah uh as you know chairman torres would always do a great job of uh, making sure that we are respecting women that we are respecting all cultures uh and along with uh assistant chairman uh black and wheeler i think it would make for an absolute power trio but then again uh, we we have Lazar. We had to settle. Yeah, settle. It for is less. what it is. 
Yeah, don't sleep on uh, Buster, though. He's a professional woman respecter. Definitely, oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely good for the inclusion part. Um, yeah. It's definitely good for the house, too. You know, we want that image, you know, to stand out to the sororities and stuff so they don't cancel us. But, uh, Both yeah. Buster and uh, Dick. Dick, yeah. say. Dick was making his uh, bid to run, but uh, it seems like he was shut down pretty quickly due to his history of misogynistic uh, values. Yeah, you never know. Maybe he'll be able to turn it around, but uh, we have yet to see any... Uh, anti-misogynistic uh behavior from the man but uh we'll see how things progress going forward and if he's motivated enough to change his ways yeah it seems like he had a pretty egregious mistake last week uh based on his uh oh yeah that prior, was incredibly egregious to, to the viewers that uh don't know what egregious mistake he made uh which must be will know he uh somehow managed to say in all seriousness that women that are smarter are deemed less attractive and let it be known that that is a false statement. And he got zero likes on that tweet because of how false it was. And I'm pretty How, sure... However, there was a supporter, a singular supporter of his statement. Oh, yeah. And let None it be known than... that that single supporter was Mr. Misogynist himself, Matt H.M. So, Just an absolutely incredible scene. It is a tough look for both of them. You know, all odds stacked against them. Um, I don't know if H.M. is going any, anywhere else on that topic anytime soon, but... Hopefully there's you know, hope for for Dick, but uh, we'll see. But, you know, if it, if those statements were going to come from anybody, they were going to come from both uh, HM and Dick. It, it was just all but expected. Yeah. Made it even funnier, too. But, yeah, alas, we must we must digress. Um, on the topic of spicy-ish food uh, and cultural icons... Uh, what are your thoughts on the uh, Lisa's Spicy Noodles, which is a staple for late-night Caps post-game meals? Oh, yes. Uh, so, first of all, I think we just got to appreciate how many times Lazar made a run for those for uh, a drunk sophomore. Uh, shout out, Lazar. Shout uh, out. He's a real trooper for that. Yeah, he still got fucked in the uh, pledge rankings after, after the grind, so... Uh, yeah, the ass mags really kind of railed him there. But uh, moving on, uh, yes. Uh, so as an Asian man myself, I actually uh, ordered my spicy noodles to instead of having to go buy them from Lisa's. I actually had a massive box in my room. So uh, pro tip: if you don't want to steal, uh, engage in uh, theft with the and have conflict with the uh, Lisa security guard that they instituted late winter quarter. Uh, which DeBonis actually got caught for. <laughs> Great story. But uh, uh, pro tip, you should just always order it. Uh, it's very much cheaper. It's more convenient. You don't have to run over in the uh, Evanston cold to uh, get your food. Uh, yeah, hi highly recommend that uh, for all the viewers out there. Did you ever uh, happen to have any of the Lisa Spicy Noodles, though, as it is? Yes, of course. Uh, I know. I, I wanted to engage in some, in some variety. And so I would go and get some. But uh, I honestly had most of the flavors in my room uh, at any present time. So it just made for a much more seamless experience post uh, hammered cra hammered caps and or uh, night out Fair. in the so uh, Chicago so greater metropolitan area. So you'd maybe go overrated on this one then, it sounds like. Yeah, I would definitely go overrated. All right, all right. Well, you know, we're going to have to, you know, switch it up a bit from food and uh, spicy noodles. But uh, 
Moving on, I know you're a big sports guy, so I'm going to ask you about a, a sports-related topic, which I'm sure you're very familiar with. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, stepped handles? Overrated. Definitely overrated. He had uh, one good year where he crossed CP3 up a couple times. CP3 stepped on his foot. He tripped. And then he had that one crazy play where he, you know, dribbled between, like, three Clippers defenders and hit the three. Like, okay, like, congratulations, Steph. But I would say uh, Kyrie's handles are just far and away better than Steph's. Uh, I'm sure Dax. Say, I'm sure Dax is happy with that take. Oh yeah, I, I really, as a Celtics fan, I hate to give Kyrie any credit, and also because Dax is just absolutely fucking annoying about any uh, Kyrie slander. But uh, people tend to say that Steph's are the handles are the best in the league, and. I quite frankly don't think it's close. I would even say CP3 has better handles than him. Obviously, Jamal, Jamal Crawford's got to be up there too. The absolute goat. Oh yeah, Jamal, Jamal Crawford is uh, that man is filthy. That man is the goat of all handles. He yeah, def- definite overrated. He dribbled so Kyrie could cross over. Oh, that's so true. <laughs> yeah, Jamal Crawford's uh, in and out behind the back euro is just it's just something to behold uh, for the fans out there. Just look. Just look up Jamal Jamal Crawford Euro, and you will be amazed at what that man can do. Yeah, but don't don't look at it right now. Listen to the end of the podcast so we can uh, uh, list all the wonderful yeah, yeah. topics that we have for sure, uh, for sure. scheduled. All right, uh, this is probably going to be a controversial topic. I'm sure people think both ways on this one. Um, what are your thoughts on having flags in your room? And if so, what is the appropriate number of flags? So, uh... I'm I'm gonna go underrated, as in both my room at school I have a pretty massive uh, Tottenham Hotspur uh, fan flag. It's like the it's the main decor within my uh, room at Bob One Eleven. Um, a great room, by the way. Uh, roll cockpit for life. Anyways, um, in my room at home, I actually have uh, two pennants, both. Uh, Wildcat related, one for Northwestern, one for uh, the Kentucky Wildcats, the best uh, basketball team in the nation. Anyways, I digress. Uh, it is a great way to show your fandom, uh, and it's it, it's easy to put up. Uh, freshmen, if you are listening to this right now, definitely do it. Women love talking about flags. It's a great it's a great uh, conversation topic uh, as you're bringing them into your room late at night to rail them. Uh, of course, I had never had experience with this as I uh, do not get any hose, but I, I heard that the cool kids over in Pike uh, and Seb Caceres, because, you know, he was Pike's alpha bid, uh, is, it's one of the main things he talks about when he first comes into his room. I know Seb Caceres has a uh, Utah Jazz flag in his room, and then I heard right before, you know, he rails just amazingly socially progressive woman like Georgia Harris. He says, Dude, look at my Utah Jazz uh, flag, and then uh, the girl just just die for that. So, yeah, definitely, definitely just a great get to have for a freshman dorm. Interesting. So I don't know if I would venture as far to say underrated because obviously, you know, I think it's commonly accepted that having flags are pretty much a must in your room to show, as you said, fandom and uh, whatnot. But I think they're a bit overrated in the uh, in the idea that you could have a bunch of, you know, street signs in your room. I would like to shout out uh, DeBoner and Chendo's room in particular. I think that having street signs in your room is honestly more of a flex than having flags 
I think our, street our science can bring some good diversity to the fold uh, if you're looking. You know, obviously, as a big diversity guy myself, uh, it's big for, <laughs> that's big for me. Yeah, no, I would uh, definitely agree with you on that. Uh, they're not underrated. I'd say they're hype just as just perfectly, in my humble opinion. And, and on the topic of uh, street signs, I'd like to shout out Dick and Buster uh, for our late night rampage on our last night on campus. Uh, I believe uh, many screenshots and videos were sent to the group, but we uh, collectively stole about 60 signs within uh, Bob McCulloch, uh, uh, the Bob McCulloch dorm. And um, yeah, so there are about four, currently there are about 40 uh, stolen signs in Buster and Dick's room and about 20 in mine. Uh, so if uh, conduct and Christine were to get their hands on that, it, w- it would not spell, uh, it would not be great. It would not be a great look for us. So, you know, we're pay- we're praying that the movers uh, do not uh, report any of this information to conduct. Yeah, prayers up. Also, shout out uh, Bennett, George, uh, for helping me uh, absolutely demolish First Floor Lincoln. One of the funniest nights of uh, fall quarter. Definitely a, definitely a top five night of the quarter. That shit was uh, fucking hilarious. Do expand on this uh, night. Yeah, so basically we just came back after one night. Just all of us absolutely hammered. Bennett barely even remembers. Uh, and we just took all the signs from the hallway, uh, and like we took like a fire extinguisher sign. We had we had like a variety of signs. We took all the numbers. You love to see the diversity. We even had like an exit sign in our room. That's not even like a like a sign you can just take off. We had to like detach <laughs> it. And so then there was a whole controversy about that. Bennett wanted to put them back because he was scared because our you know our RA was like whoever did it. It's like okay, but there's like I mean. No, she didn't say it was okay. She was like, the search is getting a little bigger. Like, authorities might have to get involved. So, Ben was all tweaked about that. So, we uh, anonymously put them back in the trash room, uh, which was unfortunate. But the funniest part of the story is that Tanner took a fucking, like, security thing that was, like, the size of, like, a fucking yoga ball. Uh, what do you from, mean security thing? Yeah, I don't even know what it was. He took it like straight from the roof. Somehow snuck it past security in the like uh, lounge area and somehow like made it out and then somehow brought it back too. I don't know. That man is like next level stealth, man. I, I tweeted about that too. That shit was fucking hilarious. You said, you said Tanner did that? Tanner did that. Well, he has extensive experience sneaking things past security, so. <laughs> yeah, as we and all more, like, know. Sneaking and sneaking himself across security, so. <laughs> You know, one one singular item is probably no big deal for yeah, the guy. He's a natural. It comes naturally for him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just had a quick question. Over, underrated or overrated? Uh, Lincoln dorm. So this one, this one's tough. Pe- people like to rail on it because it's like not as social. But yes, if you weigh the fact that it like only matters who's in your room, because like me and Bennett like had people in our room like multiple times a week especially like during wildcat welcome it was like literally every day wildcat welcome like we were the pregame room um so like it doesn't it only matters like if you know people that will like come to your room basically or like you know the people like in your building or it doesn't even matter just like who you know it just like it's easier for like people in bob because it's like like most of those people are more social it's always like freshmen too so like you meet people way faster and it's like basically all one big like suite yeah but the underrated part about Lincoln is definitely, like, the bathrooms and the shower. 
Like, people do not, like, know how, like, nice it was having your own bathroom and shower. Like, sorry to all you Bob fools, but, like, that shit was incredibly nice. I cannot lie. Yeah, imagine having one working shower for 30 men on the floor. Yeah, we had a working shower that was nice and well upkept um, for four people. And they still Wait, who were your sweet mates? Uh, two Randys, but they were chill, though. Like, the other last half people, like, in the room, like, pretty loud and stuff, they didn't really, they didn't really mind, so it was, it was fine. Good setup. But yeah, no, it was definitely a, definitely a great setup. I'd have, I'd have to go underrated on living in Lincoln, just because people just, just underrate the fact that you can make it just as, not just as good as Bob, but, like, comparably, comparably just as good with the, uh, extra amenities. But I yeah, can respect the take. That's what I gotta uh, say about that. I try to usually stay away from Lincoln this past year. As I got a little bit depressed every time I saw it, I went into a room and, you know, how it, you know, had a working sink or and or, you know, actual space to uh, put your belongings, especially the common area. That that place is clutch. It just saves you so much space in your Huge, room. Huge, yeah. Especially like with your like shoes room and stuff, itself. dude. Just like, dang, just leave it out there. Like jackets, too. Like big ass Arcteryx jacket and shit. Just leave that shit outside the room. Uh, and the fact that uh, you can. Uh, what do you call it? Have your bathroom cleaned is just—it's just absolutely oh, massive. Huge. Just absolutely—they don't even clean in Bob, and thirty people use it. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Dude, could it be me, man? Could it be me? Uh, could you? Did uh, Torres live on your floor as well? Uh, Torres and Beef, unfortunately, were not on our floor. But had they been our suite mates, that would have been the craziest setup of all time. Yeah, uh, they were they were fourth floor uh, Lincoln though. So. I see, I see. You but, were first floor. Yes. Uh, I actually do remember the night where you were just hein- heinously hammered, just heinously hammered, and I, 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 I practically just carried you back to your room. <laughs> just, just a great overall night. Love to see it. Love to see it. I also remember that I had to walk you back, and you tried to fight me, which you were unsuccessful in doing. I don't know if you, I don't know if you remember that, but uh. I'm going to keep it a buck with you. I do not remember that. Yeah. I, th- I, th- I thought not. But yeah, no, always always good memories. Yeah. Anyways, moving on to uh, non-degenerate topics. Uh, I know you're a big girlfriend guy. Um, let it be known to the viewers who don't know that, but most of them do. Because uh, he's a big YouTube star now because of it. Oh. Anyways. Major's unreal from jaw. Anyways, uh, what do your take on... Uh, Face masks, not the ones that you, know, you use for COVID and all that bullshit. Like, you know, the ones that you use, you know, exfoliate your face. So, uh, I'm not going to lie. I have uh, engaged in this once with my uh, significant other and doing this as she had been begging for it. And she's uh, she consistently uses those masks. Uh, I'm going to go underrated on this one. I know uh, many will call me a simp for this. I don't regularly use it. I used it once, and I'm not gonna lie. It was like a good experience. It, you know, it, it felt refreshing on my face. Would I do it by myself? Uh, no, of course not. But you know, I, I, girls do tend to have better skin than guys, and of course that's because they do feminine things to their face. But I would say that it was a good refresher, and everyone, you know, likes to assert their hetero toxic heteronormativity uh, and say that they would never do a face mask. But shout you know, out JFS. Shout out JFS. Uh, Shout out Crockett for doing Greek Speaks next year. Uh, oh boy, I'm gonna come. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come and yeah, I'm gonna come and sit in and uh, see, make sure that he's uh, 
preaching the uh, right hetero non heteronormative tactics, and uh, yeah, I, I would definitely say a face mask underrated. Uh, if you were to do it with, uh, you know, a significant other, not not uh, by yourself, yeah. Interesting. Actually, I don't have a lot to say on this. I just wanted to. I was curious to know your uh, your take on this. Uh, thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. Um, is there, a, by any chance, YouTube evidence of you uh, using a face mask? I believe there's a picture somewhere. Uh, if my girlfriend can find it, which I'm fucking sure she can, I will send that picture to the to the fellas uh, upon uh, lo- locating it. Respect. Just you, just giving us ammunition. Love to see it. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on. Back to degenerate topics. Um. What is your take on Lamoc brunches? Ah, uh, Lamoc brunches. So, uh, I actually did not attend a singular Lamoc brunch. I was often too, uh, uh, what's an eloquent way to put this? I was often too, I was in the recovery mode from the night before upon these brunches. Yeah, there's just handy dandy word called hungover that you're allowed to use. <laughs> In cases like these, should you so choose to? Ah, uh, yes. I was I was hungover much of the time, and I often woke up uh, multiple hours after the conclusion of these said brunches. So uh, I'm going to have to take a hard pass on uh, commenting on this one. Interesting, interesting. What would, what would you say uh, your opinion so on these is? So I uh, actually, like you, did not attend a non-Sigma Chi Lamoc brunch for a very similar reason to you. But I did, in fact, manage to make it to our hosted one with uh, Tridelt. Uh, admittedly, admittedly, it was pretty fun, although I uh, suspect that it would have been more fun if it had been a pregame for a actual tailgate um, uh, because there's something to do after the brunch. Um, yes. And I would say maybe with people other than just Tridelt. I know, oh. I know. Seb Caceres is not gonna like that because he's or Anne Lazar. He's a, he's a big Tridel guy. Big Tridel guys tri-del. over there. I mean, admittedly, they're also fringe guys, so their opinion matters a little bit less. <laughs> but uh, that might make him angry. But it would have been uh, a lot more fun with a probably sorority such as I don't know, maybe Theta, maybe even A Fee. Who knows? But uh, definitely switch it up a bit so it's not just one sorority because you know some of those girls, you know, just. Do not drink. Did not want to be there. Really, like it was not. You know, the high energy that we love. You know, usually from yeah. like you know black and gold type stuff, did not quite reflect itself in that brunch. But uh, hey. I, I hope next year we can turn it around a bit and bring Lamoc brunches back to their uh, glory form. Well, uh, I, I I do have to say that uh, it's huge that we uh, were able to get Theta as our uh, DM partner. Pretty big for the program. Just wanted to ask you, Joe, will you be partaking in uh, DM next year? So, as the viewers know, I'm also a degenerate when it comes to beer. And, you know, historically, Dance Marathon occurs at the same time as Drink Marathon. Yes. Um, which could be a conflict of interest for me because I would, in fact, like to do Dance Marathon once during my time in Northwestern. I, too. Because that is... Seemingly a pretty big part of the experience. So I am hoping that somehow, some way, drink marathon will be postponed or 
are preponed to a different date so that I may attend both uh, events um, and enjoy both of them to their full capacity. Yes, and uh, I'm in the same boat as you. Uh, I would like to do dance marathon at least once, but you know, during the marathon, as seen from this year, was also an electric time. So uh, both would be a great, great, uh, great investment. However, I would like to call out Buster, Jack Meoff, and Dick for saying that they would never do dance marathon because it's not gritty. And I would just like to comment on the betaness of refusing to help. Uh, raise money for thousands of kids going through pediatric cancer and uh yeah it just just shows that they truly have no grit and uh you know help, helping our world out because dancing is a they don't their toxic heteronormativity uh sees dancing as a more feminine task when i think you know it's for a good cause so yeah that's my say on that one also uh i was not aware to this uh take from those three bob boys but i would also like to say that it is actually extremely gritty to do dance exactly. marathon, and if you don't do it, you're an absolute pussy. Sorry if that offends anyone. I'm not actually sorry, but I have to say that for you know liability reasons, diversity <laughs> diversity reasons. But uh, fuck you guys. Fuck you guys. Thirty hours in the tent dancing, bro. How is that? Not, that is that is yeah. the epitome of gritty. Exactly. They're they're just, they're just something weak. you don't want to do fight. that you sort of have to do. That is that is what defines grit. Yeah. It, it's the, they're they're weak. They're mental peanuts. Yeah, yeah. Dick seems to be a you know peanut sized brand kind of guy, so it makes sense. Along that with this flaccid cock, is a peanut size. So yeah. Uh, two plus two is four, man. Put it together. <laughs> All right, and we're gonna you know get a little lighthearted. We won't roast the shit of everyone except the non-porn watchers because they're pussies. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> anyways. Uh, what is your take on, uh, amateur porn? So, uh, I know some men of the house, uh, already are aware of this information, but quite frankly, I'm a big MILF guy. Uh, I'm big into, you know, the more mature, more professionals, bigger professionals of the industry. So I'm going to say amateur porn is overrated. Uh. Although there's one channel that I like. It is called Mom POV, which is Amateur Moms. Uh, uh, fellas, I'd definitely go, I'd definitely recommend that. Go check it out. But uh, moving on, it's just, uh, I'm, I like the seasoned, seasoned professionals of the industry. Uh, the Brandy Loves, the Nicole Anistons. They, they, just, they just had years of uh, just, just working the field that just can't be matched by an amateur, quite frankly. Yeah, I'm have to agree with you on this. I think amateur porn is extremely overrated. Uh, when given the choice, I am pretty much never going to opt for amateur porn. I would uh, much rather choose, you know, as you said, a seasoned professional who knows their way around, um, and is, you know, obviously you want you don't want to watch like you know pee wee football. You want to watch the NFL or you know college football. Like, you know, thank you, thank you. Like I mean, as much as it's funny to see like you know like little ten year olds like bash heads like. <laughs> I'd rather watch, you know, the absolute just gods go against each other. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. But yeah, that's. I think that's a pretty pretty one sided in this podcast. But I'm interested to know what the uh, other guys in the house are watching these days. Given that definitely. there's a lot of time on your hands to you know indulge in that kind of activity. 
I know a dick is into some freaky things, so I'd really like his input. That does not at all surprise me. We'll probably have to get him on the show soon so we can hear all about that. Of course. But uh, that's all we have for topics today. Just want to say thank you for joining us. This has been a wonderful time. I got it. Uh, thanks for having got me. Got some good insight today. Love to hear it. Uh, of course, of course. Uh, hopefully, uh, we can be back on campus this fall to create some of these more uh, splendid memories. Yeah, I won't need to be doing podcasts. I can just interview guys in person, and that'll be uh, oh yeah, that'll be that. But yeah, thanks oh, again. Yeah, for sure. Liu Yang, I hope you have a wonderful quarantine and a wonderful summer. If I do not uh, thank see you, John. Then. Uh, Friday beers this weekend. Don't forget it. Um, uh, best of luck to you in the burner madness. Uh, I'll be you, voting sir. tomorrow morning. Thank Stay you. Tuned. Thank you. Adios. Adios.